Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Well, Brad, it's time for your very favorite segment of the show. Follow up. Yay, because there's always follow up and there is no You know what? This is sad. So so this is our this is our last show before we go on our hiatus, which you said six weeks. I think it's gonna be more like three before you're 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 sending me text messages. Hey Brad, hey Brad, you feel like recording tonight? I mean, you know, what's a what's an hour and a half away from the kid? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well I was gonna say it uh it that's gonna depend on whether my wife will agree to that so and, you know i she she may actually be texting me hey brad can you get rid of jeremy for an hour <laughs> and a half take him off my hands record. maybe so but anyway so this is our this is our last show before yep. we do go on hiatus and and uh you know what Bef- before i say that i want to say thanks there have been a couple of people who have actually reached out to us and have offered to uh to help out during the during the hiatus uh you know to record some some segments and things like that uh, that is so amazing that, that you guys are willing to help. Honestly, it just comes down to, uh, really Jeremy is the one who handles most of the editing for our show. He's got all of the, all of the setup and everything. Uh, and you know, it's just, it's something that we both kind of, I think we both feel like works really well, uh, the way that, the way that we've got it going. So we just felt like it would be easiest to just take a break and come back and, and hit it fresh again. Anyway, all of that to say, uh, unfortunately, our last follow-up does not have any last. Our, our, this follow-up, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like using that word. That sounds really ominous. Uh, you know, I live in a town where stuff, anytime it says shut down for refurbishment, that means it's never coming back. Right. Uh, shut down for refurbishment, and then like three weeks later, the building is gone. And I'm like, that's a serious <laughs> refurbishment. I don't think it should be called refurbishment anymore. So anyway, on the current episode of follow-up, there is no mini event, and that really upsets me because I don't know how I didn't find something to go in here. But I'm sure you'll find a way to trans transmit that uh, pronunciation mm-hmm. in text, and then you can just bug me with it. Um, yes. Well, you know, while we're while we're gone. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but while we don't have any of that, we do have a little bit more information on the uh, holiday stuff going on at. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios this year. Uh, a flurry you know, of fun. That's right. The flurry of fun. Uh, sunset season's greetings, as it were. Which, which can I say, as yes. I've sat on that name, I, I don't like that name. Sunset season's greetings. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's too much. I, and it sounds too much like sunset Sun, seasons. Sunshine seasons. Sunshine mean? seasons. Yeah, it's too close. That is sunshine like, seasons, right? Now, now I'm getting really confused. Don't get me confused, here, man. Uh, yeah, I do. I do feel like that is a little bit, uh, a little bit much to to throw at you over and over again. But here's the thing: I think this is something Disney's going to call it. It's going to be labeled that in your uh, your times guide and and on your map. And other than that, you're never going to hear it spoken. Probably. So it, you know, it's they they probably would have paid a lot more attention to the name if it was the name for a new attraction or something. Yeah. You know, because they wouldn't just call it something like swirling saucers or, you know. Whoa. Uh, Throwing but, some shade. But huh? anyway, anyway, Sunshine Seasons greetings. They they've essentially 
the main thing that I took out of this was they said the famous Hollywood Tower Hotel will transform into a pile of Christmas gifts, a gingerbread house, and frozen winter wonderland throughout the mm. night. Okay, does that... And, and remember that before we knew projection was going to happen, and we talked about my yeah. issues with the projection. Do, do, you not, do you not see where I'm coming from when you think It of, doesn't, yeah. It's, you're going to turn the Hollywood Tower Hotel, the, the, the home of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, into a gingerbread house. Does that not strike you as a little bit odd? Yeah, and people are going to be screaming from inside of this gingerbread house. <laughs> which, which is definitely a Hansel and Gretel sort of thing, right? Yeah. I mean, so... Well, and that's the thing that, that confuses me about it is it's not an overlay inside. It's just projection for people outside of the attraction, which I guess is fine, but are they going to, like, turn off the... Um, are they going to turn off the sign, the Tower of Terror sign on the outside? You would think they would... The, you, you would think they would have to, right? Yeah, and I mean, it flickers ominously, and there's a huge, you know, gash in the side of the hotel from where lightning struck it, and it's all burnt and stuff. Like, I just, it's such a weird canvas on which to, to paint a gingerbread house. Yes, yeah, and, 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 a, and a pile of Christmas gifts. In fact, I actually, yeah. I actually told Nancy about this this week, and she went, and, and, you know, and all that I did was I said, so they've got this new Chris, you know, they've, they've announced some of the new Christmas stuff they're doing at Hollywood Studios, and one of the things they're doing is they're going to have these projection billboards that are going to have these little scenes that are going to work out. And it's going to go all the way down to Tower of Terror. And, and on, the, the, on the Hollywood Tower Hotel, they're going to be projecting, you know, like a gingerbread house and piles of bread. And she looked at me and she said, why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense on the Tower of Terror. And I'm like, exactly. Okay, so. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I'm, I'm not saying they should not do this. I'm saying it sounds really, really weird. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, to reserve final judgment until I see it. But right. I, f- I feel like it's okay to say that sounds really weird, and I don't really see how that's going to work right and, now. And that's the only aspect of it that's really weird to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the like environmental projection done in a way that everything can be uh you know a projection surface not just this cert- this subset of buildings or this blank billboard or you know things that are clearly delineated as projectable surfaces i love that it's just going to be like you you don't know you don't know where projection's going to be and i hope they do a thing like um the the little mini show on the tree of life in animal kingdom where maybe a surface isn't projected on for like half an hour you know, so if somebody's sitting there watching it, uh, they they're they're looking at all the projections and all the movement and stuff. And and if they've been there for fifteen minutes just watching, all of a sudden something right next to them lights up and is now a projected surface. Yeah, I, I think, think that could be really cool and fun. I think long term, that's that's the kind of stuff they're going for. Now these billboards are going to be grayed out, but right. I'm I I do hope that like you know kind of like you said that they're not constantly moving. That there there are times when they're just projecting. Uh, you know, just a billboard image onto the billboard. Right. So it just yeah. looks like a static billboard and then suddenly it comes to life. Uh, but but we will see what that looks like. Again, just a little bit more data on that. And then they've also said that uh, Echo Lake is also going to get holiday decor around it. Uh, it says colorful garlands and a giant Christmas tree centered on the water will make Echo Lake the merriest of places this holiday season. That's pretty cool. So 
you know that that whole we've got to uh, drain Echo Lake because they're repainting and refurbing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you've, they've also got to do that so they can get a huge giant Christmas tree into the middle of Echo Lake, which I love. And I am wondering, and, and you know, I saw so when I read this, I immediately wondered this, and I saw some other people on Twitter saying the same thing. So I'm, I know I'm not the only one coming to this. Will the giant Christmas tree be a la you know giant Christmas tree in? Uh, the other parks where it's a a physical Christmas tree, or are we talking giant Christmas tree as in we might actually see a return of the Osborne Lights Christmas tree? Not not uh, I'm not I've given up on Osborne Lights as a, a as a thing coming back. But if you were going to put something in the middle of the lake, that huge Christmas light Christmas tree would be totally awesome in the middle of the lake. I totally agree. But that's not going to happen. But you totally think, think that's not what it's going to be. Huh? I think it's going to be just a regular Christmas tree, but I think they're going to do it like they do. Uh, have you ever seen a, a car at a golf tournament? How they have little, you know, surfaces that the car is on, like an inch below the surface of the water. So the car just looks like it's sitting on the top of a lake. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen that at a, but I don't watch a lot of golf, but yes, I have seen that. I have seen that happen before. Yes. So I think it would be really cool if they had that sort of thing with a Christmas tree and gifts. So the gifts and the tree just look like they're standing on the middle of the lake. Well, but there's already that island in the middle of the lake. What are they going to do? Raise the island for, for the holiday season? Not, not raise as in raise and lower, but raise. Yes. Yes. That. Are they going to raise that island just for the holiday season? I don't know. I just I mean probably they could. not. They could. It'll probably just be on that island, but I think it would be cool if they could somehow make it look like it was just sitting on the surface of the water. Well, and that's a that's a fun effect, especially at night. Yes. And the other thing is that if they're going to go traditional Christmas tree, uh rather than Christmas light Christmas tree or something like that, they're going to have to go like pretty big with ornaments and things like that on it. Because you're not going to be able to get close enough to to work out a lot of the details, right? Right. Yeah. You know they've got the they've got the Christmas tree out in front of Hollywood Studios, uh, mm. and, and don't they? Yeah. Yeah. At the entrance during the holidays. Yeah. 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 So that one you can get up close to. You know the one in Epcot or Magic Kingdom. You can get up close to the Christmas trees. You can you can see all of the little ornaments and things. That's not going to happen when it's out in the middle of Echo Lake. So Right. Well, and part of my, my thinking of why it wouldn't happen, why the light tree wouldn't happen is because they need a traditional Christmas tree. But if they already have one, maybe maybe they don't need a traditional one in the middle of the lake. Like I said, I, I could swear that they had one at the entrance. Maybe I'm... No, I think you're right. I okay. think it's outside the entrance. Yes. Yeah, over there, and, they, and it turns into a... Because it's a photo pass spot pretty much right. all the time now. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think you're right. So I don't know. We'll see. There's going to be some type of Christmas tree, and uh, you know, uh, the dinosaur will be getting a Dino Santa hat. So I know everybody's <laughs> been concerned. You know, as as you heard me say, Echo Lake's going to be for the hot. Well, what's happening to the di- the dinosaur is getting a Santa hat. So uh, the important things they're taking yes, care of. Yeah. Other than that, of course, you know, just uh, once again telling us that Jingle Bell Jingle Bam is still going to be there. Bam! Uh, and Santa Claus will be there till the 24th. Santa Goofy showing up from the 25th through the 31st. So, nice. Uh, those are the things going on at Disney's Hollywood Studios for this holiday season as we know them right now. And that completes follow-up. So, hey, 
we're less, slightly less than halfway into the episode, <laughs> and we're already done with follow up. So that means we get basically half an episode to talk right. about something that's not follow up related. <laughs> well, I thought since this is my last episode of this show as not a father, which is a crazy thing to say that I don't think has hit me quite yet. Um, but since this is my last episode as not a father, um, I, I thought we could have a discussion that my wife and I have had a lot of times, and I think we've touched on it a little bit on the show, but, um, you know, my, so Claire and I have talked a lot about when are we going to take our kids or our kid slash kids to Disney? At what age is it? good to take them and so brad what do you think about that so here's what i think i think number one there's going to be people who are going to listen to what we say and say that we are totally (laughs) wrong right so two things right off the bat number one these are these are just our opinions we are not saying that that you are you know that that you aren't allowed to have a different opinion or even more (laughs) importantly that you are wrong because our opinion right. is the only right opinion. This is just the way that we feel. Number two, not only is it our opinion, but it is our opinion as people who don't have kids. Right? Absolutely, yes. So, so it could be very fun to go back and listen to this later. You know, right. even three years from now, even two years from now. I don't know. At some, <laughs> but at some point, to see how much uh, you know your. It, two months from now, your feelings on this may have changed one right. way or the other, but. So please, everybody be aware that is how we are going into this. We know that's how we're going into this. And I I just want to get that out of the way because I, you know, I don't want people to think that, you know, we, we are talking about it as a week, somehow have it all together as, you know, the dudes who currently do not have kids. Oh, I totally know when you should take your kids to Disney. (laughs) I think like my opinion a lot is what, what do I feel like I'm going to be willing to put up with? Yes. On a vacation. So, um, yeah, no, it's definitely, this is totally talk that, yeah, let's call it something we can look back on fondly. And we can look back on and laugh laugh. at ourselves and go, God, they were so When my kid is four years old and she's already been to Disney five times, you know? Right. (laughs) Absolutely. So, So, so with that being said, I think minimum five years old and, and Nancy and I have talked about this a lot as well uh, you know essentially it, most of the time when we've been at Disney this has been something that we have discussed as we've seen people like you know pushing the stroller around with the 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 infant at at Walt Disney World the infant at Walt Disney World I'm and again I I it's just so hard to talk about because I don't want to offend anybody or any, but I don't get the infant at Disney World because the infant will not remember that they went to Walt Disney World. Right. And taking an infant just seems so difficult because there's so much that has to be done just to, you know, for, for an infant, period. Mm-hmm. So much more so when you're taking them into, you know, this place where they're going to get, you know, hit by the sun and you're going to be walking around all day and you've got to pack all this stuff to go with you and you've, you know, you're probably going to have to make sure that you go back to the resort. You know, a certain amount. I, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of extra to take on. I guess you get a really cool picture for you know 
baby's first Mickey visit or something, but and you know, and the infant's not going to be able to ride any rides. So that puts out for me puts out infant. So my question to you, infant, and and I don't. I'm I'm not great with this age thing, so I'm gonna let you determine what what you feel like. But infant, do you see a reason to take infant? And is infant where you're where you're saying yes? No, no, absolutely not. Um, so what Claire and I have kind of decided on is not necessarily an age, but some life milestones that um that we would like to be hit before we take a trip and i will say that if you live in central florida and you're a season pass holder taking Mm. an infant to the park does make sense more sense to me because it's not really a a special trip and so everything that we are going to say is coming from the point of view of people who live in texas and it is a big deal both time and monetarily uh, to get there and and enjoy the park, right? On a good year, you, you're probably going to get to go maybe once, and, right. and most of the time, you're talking about once every couple of. So this is a major trip for us. That's a that's right. a great point because I tend to I tend to not think about that's a that, this is a totally different question if you're a, if you're a local, right. or or even even if say you live in Pensacola or something. But it's a quick jaunt down to Disney for right. for a nice little weekend trip. So yeah. Anyway, as Texas, you said life milestones. <laughs> the, yeah. So, so certain life milestones. Um, potty trained, uh, walking. You know, walking well. Uh, ability to tie shoes. Stuff like that. The the basically when they are gosh, and self sufficient is a is a weird way to describe, you know, a little kid because they're not really self-sufficient, but a little kid who can handle themselves if their shoe gets untied, you know, it's not, you know, let's go, I, I don't know, but a kid who can tie their own shoes that's, that can tell, you know, I got to go to the bathroom, um, stuff like that. That's, those are kind of the things that Claire and I have settled on. Um, and some of those things are for the kids' enjoyment. Again, you know, like they, we want them to be able to, understand you know this is special and have have fun and be able to ride certain rides and uh also still believe you know that like this is mickey mouse this is uh, you know that is cinderella's castle this is this is real where we are is a real place um but it's also a little bit that i don't want to have to deal with you know finding a place to change a diaper you know, I don't want to, uh, you, gosh, and I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm, I don't know, like just totally impatient, but you are, but that's it's okay. like, there's, there, there's just so much going on that, you know, having, having a, a third person in, in your vacation party, it, I think it would be more fun for everyone if they, you know, if they could do a few of those things, you know, tying their shoes, whatnot. So that's kind of where we have landed is not necessarily an age, but more of a, are you sufficient enough for everyone to enjoy this? Mm. And 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 it would also be good to have a kid, you know, and then they're walking and so they're going to get tired and Hey, we need to go back to the hotel to have everybody have a midday nap. I'm, I'm all for midday naps. 
Yes, yes. And <laughs> I I do I do think that, you know, when I when I try to come up with an a a number there that yeah, a lot of those milestones. I don't know that I've ever thought about the shoe tying one. Um it's an that's an interesting one to throw <laughs> in there and not one that I don't know that I would be as concerned about that. And walking, I think, would be important, but I would probably. And again, this is just this is based on what you know. In in, in my time working there, in my time visiting, what I've seen, I would want my kid to be able to walk, but I would go in with the expectation that I would probably need a stroller because right, I don't want to haul a kid. Absolutely, and and I don't expect because here's the thing. I am dog tired after a day out in the parks, right? Yeah, and, and you're and you're just carrying yourself. Well, uh, number one, I'm just carrying <laughs> myself, so I don't want to haul the child. Number two, for each step that I take, that is how many steps for a kid, right? Three right. or four at least. I mean, right. you know, that's just, it doesn't work for them. You know, they, they got little legs. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be able to go for as long as, as long as what you can, so... Uh, you know, yes, I do want them to be able to walk. Um, you know, I do look at things like, uh, so Goofy's Barnstormer, right? The minimum age on that attraction is three. So under three, there's a, there's not much else you can do, right? Yeah. Now, now some attractions do not have minimum heights that I'm aware of anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think on a lot of things, minimum age that you're looking at is three, uh, minimum height on Barnstormer again, which is. And, and this is because I kind of look at Barnstormer as the the low the, the low bar for attractions that I'd want my kid to be able to ride. Though, of course, it is a it is a roller coaster. It's it's technically a roller coaster. So some kids may you know my child may not want to ride this, but you know thirty five inches minimum age of three is what that one is required. So to me, that kind of knocks out anything under three years of age. Yeah. Well, and so. I guess the whole milestone thing is mm-hmm. again more more for the kid to be able to enjoy, you know, truly like enjoy mm. and and remember what they're doing. Because yeah, you could take a three year old, but oh, and I, I don't and, know. And, I would rather I say, take when I say the minimum age is three. That doesn't mean Brad saying three year old. Right. No, is no, okay. no. Brad's just right. Brad's just getting. I'm adding more to my under three is. I just right. don't see a. I don't see a reason. I would rather take my my kid when they're eight and Mm. you know have them be old enough that like all of this and i'm having a girl so i'm i'm kind of doing the i'm i'm doing all these calculations uh with with a little girl in mind but you know six seven eight around there you know early elementary school uh i would rather i would rather take them when they're that age just for the fact that I think they would enjoy it a lot more. They would be they would be old enough to do things, be tall enough to do, you know, some things and be be uh gosh, what like I don't know, cognizant of what's going on enough that like when Claire and I make funny faces in Spaceship Earth and the video at the end is hilarious because we made these like completely dumb faces. Right. For my daughter to be able to laugh at that also and to find that funny, um, I that's what I want. I want to be able to share those moments because when Claire and I talk about Disney, that specific thing of us making those dumb faces and watching the videos, that's what we talk about the most. It's not 
you know, we talk a lot about when you round the train station and walk onto Main Street and see the castle for the first time, and and I cry every time. And uh, we talk about that, but you know, it's it's that video. It's doing that stupid video, or you know, being at Ohana and um when the guy came over and said, do you like shrimp? And Claire said, I love shrimp. And so he just put, he, he literally, you know, skewered like 12 shrimp onto her plate. It was hilarious. And I'd like, you know, I'd I'd like my daughter to be old enough that those things are funny. And when we get back home, we can still joke about how many, how many shrimp mom got, or, you know, that face was hilarious. And, And we can all watch those videos together. Those are the kind of things that I want I want a special trip like going to to Disney World. That's what I want. I want that trip to to be for everyone. Right. Yeah, yeah, cuz you want her to be able to remember it as well. And I think right. I think that's uh, you know, that's a good point. And like I said, I again, I still think that, you know, 5 6 is kind of the the low end of that because at 5 6 you're talking kindergarten first grade, right? Right. So, I think that's I think that is the the low end there. Um 7 8 I think is still you know, really good. The other thing is that you don't want them, you know, you want them to be able to enjoy the things that are for kids. Right. So I think that there's kind of a max range there that I, a max range that I would like them to get there to be able to do their first visit and do the things that kids get to do. Um, Mm -hmm. because that's something that I didn't get, you know, and I would like me neither. I would love that. I would love to have, be able to have some of those memories of getting to do some of those cool things that are, you know, just, for kids to do, you know, I, you know, thinking about like with your daughter, uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is ages three to 12. So right. I would assume that you're going to want to hit somewhere and, uh, you better go ahead and start, you know, g- grab another one of those five gallon water jugs and start throwing pennies in there now to pay for that place from what I've heard. But really, yeah. I've never even looked at it. Yeah, I don't think it's inexpensive. Uh, <laughs> and, and and to some extent, I'm sure it has to do with exactly what you get done uh, as to what you pay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just start saving now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so five to let's say five to seven. I think I think five to seven. Uh, but and, and again, I think that that what you guys have discussed is definitely what Nancy and I have discussed. We we've kind of said, you know, five to six minimum. But it's going to come a lot more down to what kind of, what kind of, as if, it, you know, maybe human, not human, what kind of child <laughs> we have, you know, yes. as, as in wh- how do they, uh, and, and, you know, I think your life events kind of hits on this as well, but just, you know, how do they interact with the world around them? How mature, and, and I know mature sounds like a weird thing to say for, you know, a kindergartner and a first grader, but how mature are they? Do they seem like they're mature enough? To right. be able to deal with, and 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 thereby deal with, enjoy this trip. Yeah. How do they act when they're tired? Are, are mm. they are they so cranky, or are they like a little more, you know, easygoing when they're sleepy? Are but, they good stroller sleepers? Are they good, you know, putting putting them in a, a gosh, what do you call it? a baby Bjorn, you know, a backpack if they're if they're still young enough? Do they sleep well in that? I, I think a lot of that stuff, like you're saying, you know, maturity wise and, and stuff that factors into it a lot for me, you know, cause if you've got a kid who is going to just be a real toot at, you know, 1 PM when they're starting to get tired from being active, you know, all, all day, then, 
you know, maybe maybe you wait a little bit, but if they're if they're good enough at, you know, being tired and they're they're good to say like, hey, you know, I'm sleepy. Like one one of the kids my wife used to uh nanny for, she would she would they'd be at their house and the little girl would say, I'm sleepy, I'm gonna go upstairs and take a nap. And she was two. And she would just like toddle upstairs and get in her bed and, and legitimately go to sleep at, as a two-year-old. I'm, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> and I was like, that is amazing. It is amazing that that little girl would just go, um, I, I need a nap. And, and if you got a kid like that, great. You know, <laughs> if they're good sleepers, if they're like looking forward to going back to the hotel room so they can go to sleep. Awesome. Yeah, and are are they in that are they in that uh that stage where you know mom and dad say to do something and I do it or are they in that stage where mom and dad say to do something and so I'm doing anything but what mom and dad because right. that seems like the kid maybe that you don't want to be going around a, a crowded theme park with right uh, or eating dinner yeah though I don't I don't really think that it's fair that you put this whole thing about you know how does a kid act when they're tired. Uh, as a, as because if we if we start judging by things like that, then you don't get to go to the parks anymore, right. Jeremy. So <laughs> you know you can't really you can't really put that on the kid if you're not going to put it on yourself, buddy. Uh, but yeah, so I I again that's why that's why when and I now I've had people ask me about you know what age for my kids, and again this that is pretty much what I tell them. I'm like you know I've seen I've seen little little kids go. I don't really see a lot of people who enjoy it when, you know, I don't, it doesn't seem like the kids are enjoying it. It doesn't, it often doesn't seem like their, their families are enjoying it. That doesn't mean that I never saw that. That just means that more often I saw families who were exasperated and exhausted, you know, in the day than I saw people who were really enjoying it. I also saw people who were really enjoying it, but we're going to go by the averages here. And as the kids get older, I feel like that became, uh, less, less prevalent, you know, more prevalent that they were all enjoying themselves, less prevalent that mom and dad were, you know, wanting to kill each other. But I also, <laughs> I also think that it's really important that, you know, we not, you, you not only think about what age is it going to be when my kids first go to Disney, but what am I going to do when, when my kids first go to Disney, you know, how long of a trip am I going to take? I don't know that, you know, am I going to want to take a whole, are we going to want to take a whole week? Right. Like that's a lot that we can do, but that's a lot of time for the kid to be away from home. How have they and, and again, I think that comes down to what kind of child you have. How have they handled being away from home in the past with with mom and dad admittedly, mm-hmm. but you know, that's a that's a long time to be away from home and you know, what we're going to do while we're there, that is going to hugely change. Right. You know, because the way that the way that I visit the parks now and the way that I force Nancy to visit the parks now <laughs> is not the way that I want to force my child to visit right. the parks. And, and admittedly, I, you know what I, I say force Nancy, there are things that there are things that I would like to do at the parks that I don't always get to do, especially when it comes to what time I want to be at the park and what yeah. time I want to leave the park. And, <laughs> and honestly, the reason that I don't get to do that and, and it's a, it's a give and take, right? Because there are some days when we go there for opening because Nancy knows that I want to be there for opening. There are other days where we sleep in till you know, 10, 10 30, because I know what Nancy really wants to do is sleep in. And if I make her go to every park opening, she's not going to enjoy herself. Right. Uh, you know, so there's that give and take there, but it's gotta be so much more with a kid. I'm not going to make the kid go for every part. You know, 
And I want to, once I hit the park, I'm at the park to be at the park. And then right. when the park closes, then I'm going to go back, go to bed and go to the park the next day. Right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't get to happen with a kid. Kids, right. you know, you're going to go for the park for a couple hours and then you're going to need to go back. And like you said, go take that wonderful midday nap or, you know, maybe we need to go and just, uh, you know, chill out, not even take a nap, but maybe we're going to go to the swimming pool, which I don't know that I've ever done at a Walt Disney World resort. I've seen the swimming pools. I've looked at them. They look really cool, but I don't think I've actually ever visited one. I've walked by them. Right. Oh, plenty of times. <laughs> plenty of times. So, yeah, there's just, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I feel like, uh, not again, not only your kid's age, but just are you willing right. to make these changes so that your kid actually enjoys their trip? And, you know, and when your kid enjoys your trip so that you enjoy your trip. Right. Which is which is the exact reasoning that if we want to go to Disney World before we feel like our our you know daughter is ready to go, that we will dump her off with a grandparent and lie. <laughs> and go ourselves and and enjoy it. Mommy and Daddy are going to Disney World. A meeting. Yes. It's um, boring. Actually, actually, you guys are going to go learn about the best kept secret. See, oh, see, yeah. then you're not lying. Then you're not lying. Just go, just go, you know, get a get a DVC brochure and technically you're telling your child the truth. <laughs> and oh, that's what life is all about, technical truth. Isn't it? Isn't it though? You know, not actually lying to your kid, just mostly sure. lying to your kid. That's that's what really matters in life. And that's what that's what we at Missing the Mouse strongly suggest at all times with your children. Right. Most truths. Once again, Technic- please, please remember that Missing the Mouse is currently hosted by two guys who don't have kids with no kids. <laughs> but that's but that's all soon to change. And the next time you guys hear from us, it'll only be half hosted by a yep. person with no kids. Mm. And Gosh. the other half hosted by some guy who's not actually coherent because he has a kid. <laughs> well, man, I guess that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. Uh, we'll be back after a while. But we will be back. We are not closed for refurbishment here. (laughs) But until you hear from us again, have a magical day. Bye.